You're listening to the Beyond Limits Morning Show featuring Paul Armstrong and Corey Smith with positive, encouraging stories and Christ-centered messages. Join us as Beyond Limits starts now. Man, Man. we are back. We've been super busy. Um... But never too far are we, um, and we're going to start ramping things up here again. Uh, slowly but surely, it's going to be a slow progression, but nonetheless, we are happy to hit you guys with another little episode. From all of our people at WHIGTV, we haven't forgotten about you either, the lovely residents of Rocky Mount and the surrounding areas. We love and miss you all, and of course, our Beyond Limits base family, the ones who started with us and have always been with us every step of the way. First of all, we'd like to thank those of you who have been messaging us and telling us, hey, we miss you. Where the heck are you? <laughs> we are here, and we ain't left. We just got caught up with life, and we have been taking little baby steps to get progressions along the way. Still working on a website. Progressions. Progressions. So you guys can get you some good Beyond Limits merch, like the hat and the shirt Paul and I are wearing, and a little bit more uh, decals, uh, maybe some books, you name it, we'll have it. Um, It's all coming. But today, we're going to throw a devotion at you. A devotion at you brought to you by none other than Brandon Nicholson himself out of his lovely book that is published, I might add. Yeah. We got some good material. Paul. That's good, dude. You ready for this dude? I am. I couldn't be I couldn't be more ready for this right now. Um man, it's been it's been like a month. It had uh I think it's been a little longer. It, it, um, it was right before I went on the mission trip. So, so yeah. We'll give a little bit brief synopsis on that. Uh we took a little break from podcasting and whatnot, not because it wasn't doing great, it was doing phenomenal. It phenomenal. was doing awesome, and to God awesome. be all the glory, because without him, none of it's possible, and then without you guys, none of it's possible. But we had a nice little um sequence of events that kept us extremely busy and let's not forget paul's a youth pastor and he's got a ton of kids and a church that depend on him to get the good word out there to the youth and, and he's on the swat team and yes swat team uh you know doing stuff we actually just ended our christian wrestling league a few weeks ago Bunch of stuff. um pd stuff we got other jobs and whatnot but yes. we do love this and we want to keep moving forward and progress it but we did i know you were out of town first i think initially we were out of town 20 out of 28 days yes so there you go that says it right there 20 out of 28 days yeah and that was just for youth business alone right, right church right. business yep uh, you guys went to the convention up went, in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, uh, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. There you go, Cincinnati. Uh, we were we were there. We were the mountains of North Carolina. We were Lynchburg, Virginia, all over the place. There. I we just were, got we back there. from uh, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, for a whole week, over a week actually, sorta. Uh, but at least seven days straight, I was out of North Carolina. Uh, but. We're back. So now 20 out of 28 days, that says it enough on its own. So sometimes we had to take a little sabbatical. Uh, but hey, Paul's been doing a great job uh, posting scheduled posts. Yes. And we've been sharing and whatnot and keeping in contact with you guys. We love you. Don't you ever think any different. We do love you. But we are here, and uh, I love yeah. this stuff. We're back to getting our devotionals out here and there. Yeah. Um, and, man, this is a gold one, man. This is this thing is gold, and I can't believe it. You can't go it. wrong with this no. one. Um, Who doesn't love this story? Listen, this, this is what... There's a there's like 
80. They always do this story at the beginning of every football game. You think it's David and Goliath. Oh, this is David and Goliath. Listen, there's, there's a lot of personal application that could be taken from David and Goliath. And one thing that I've learned over this time off has been a refresher. Yes. It's been good, right? Yes. Oh, uh, heck yeah. Just kind of being able to breathe. Everybody needs that. But, man, don't spend your life. I talked to one of our friends. I'm not going to say his name. Don't spend your life wanting something else your whole and just kind of getting by. That's, that's not, you're not created to survive. Just survive. And that's one thing I want you to get out of this devotion we're about to read. And it is fire. It is really good, Brandon. It is awesome. But we we don't want you to survive. If you've got a dream, then go after it. Nobody's going to chase that dream for you. That's okay, right. when you're out of the house, your parents aren't going to push you anymore. Like, like you know, that it's your dream. You have got to take ownership of it. And if God is calling you to do something, man, you have got to do it. Amen. You've got to do it. So there, there's no time like, like the present. Do not waste and give up your life, you know, always wondering what if, what if, you know. Um, and, and then one day get to retirement, get to that 401k and realize that, you know what, it's a lot of wasted time. Yeah. You know? Very much so. Taking steps into those uh, shoes of the dream you want to follow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was a scheduled post by Paul earlier on the uh, Beyond Limits Facebook page today that was so cool when I was talking about dreams and making them a reality and how that's done. It was basically like a three-step process. Yeah. And I was trying to thumb through and see it, but it was really beautiful to hear. And what I took away from it, and I'm sure we'll have time to go and find it, but a dream will stay a dream until you actually put action with it. Yeah. The second you start to actually do something, that's when the dream is no longer a dream. It's starting to become a reality. So just remember that, guys. If you got anything that you think the Lord is using you for, don't shy away from it. If there's something you really want to do, you think you're being called to do it, don't be scared. Plain and simple, brother. I like scared. Ah, I love high fives and I miss them. Wow, I got really red there. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's no, it's good. Here we go. David and Goliath. David and Goliath. So we got some scripture to start you guys off. Just here where we're at. First of all, if you haven't read the actual story of David and Goliath, I know you've probably heard about it if you attended Sunday school and, and everything, or you've been to church. You've heard it whispered from time to time, just out in pop culture. But if you haven't read it out of Samuel, go read it. The author, Brandon Nicholson, highly encourages that you read it before you read it out of his devotional book, uh, for the devotion, which is dynamite, by the way. But let's get yeah. into it with this little bit of scripture. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be more like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go and the Lord will be with you. That's out of 1 Samuel, Samuel excuse me, chapter 17, verses 36 through 37. Man, that's some good stuff, man. Yeah. You picking all that up? Man, I, I love it. Yeah. I do. Um, is, is there another verse? In yes, there? there is. There's one oh, more. So we go ahead about 10 more verses out of the same chapter. So we're going to be reading out of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 46 through 47. Now this right here, this will send some chills down your spine. Listen to this right here. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you unto our hands. Boom! That, that, that is some serious, Boom! That is some serious war talk. That is like, hey... 
Guess what? I serve a God, and this God, he don't play, and I'm about to show you just how much he doesn't play. And you want to talk about speaking things into reality. Hey. My goodness gracious, man. That is so good. That is what makes, that is one of the many things that make a story like David and Goliath so great. Because one, we're looking at David as a person. Yep. And first of all, if you got time to study the man that is David in the Bible, just go. That's an interesting individual. Everything from his start, which basically what we're getting into, and to where he ended up as a Christian and his walk with God and his relationship with God, it's amazing. But this is, I don't know, man. Would you he say the human. most popular? Yeah, he was human. He was but human. One of the more popular stories yeah. in his whole life. I would say, yeah, it was pro- probably one of the most popular stories in the Bible. Yes, it's definitely in the top ten. Oh yeah. You know? Um, definitely quoted. But you, you got to think about David. Before we even get started really digging into this one, David said a whole bunch right there. And the most important thing is right there at the end when he yeah. says, "All everybody is going to know when after I beat you, which I'm going to beat you, yeah. that all glory goes to God. This is all done because God sanctioned it, not because David's done anything. That's and he, right. he says that, and it's perfect. So Because it's, it's easy to get the, the me mentality and say, look what I've done. You know, I've slayed this guy. This is this is what I'm going to do. And um, David points out, he's like, no, you're going to die today because God has already sanctioned it. I'm, I'm just the carrier. Yeah. And, and that's all it is. Now, you got to think, David is the youngest of eight sons, Jesse's sons. Yeah. Okay. And he is out tending the flock you know, you got to rewind a little bit. He's out tending the flock when they come to pick a new king. Okay, they got to anoint a new king. Right. And the other seven sons are inside. Jesse has them in there lined up because these are the oldest, mature, best-looking, fit sons that they have. These are king material. David's uh-huh. not even invited to the party to be selected for king. All right, he's out there. You know, they're they're having this pick a king party, and David's out in the field because he's not even on the radar of somebody who's important. That's right. All right. And then they go through all seven. You know how that, this is a completely different story, but you know how that one works out. They're like, hey, no, there's somebody else. This can't be all your sons because God said it's going to come from Jesse, and these seven ain't it. And ain't, that's a, you know, that's the Eastern North Carolina version. Ain't. KP. Eastern North Carolina staple. Yeah. Own it. So you fast forward, right? Now you got this. So that kind of gives you a description of who David is, at least his his outward appearance. He was a good looking dude. Yeah. I mean, he said he was a good, the Bible says he was a good looking dude, but. He didn't have the the stature. He didn't have the the physical. When they looked at him, they said, this is not king material. That should tell you what you need to know about that. Now, um, 40 days, 40 days, Goliath is sitting here taunting the Israelites. So what would happen? Don't pay no mind to that. (laughs) It's just Corey's phone. So what would happen in those... I'm really worried that it cracked. It didn't crack. No, it? No, okay, no, so what would happen in those in those days is is this. If you wanted to go to war or if you were going to war with another country, right? instead of having a ton of bloodshed, they would take the best individual, they had this option, take the best individual that they thought from one side and the best individual for the other side. And those two would, uh, 90s, 80s terms, duke it out. Duke, okay. I was going to say duke it out. Were you really? I really was. Duke it I knew we were friends. There we go. Duke it out. They would do, and whoever won, that army won, and that would save obviously, you know, a lot of casualties. A lot of casualties, especially in this situation. That's right. So for forty days, Goliath comes up to the Israelites, to the the army of Israel, and Saul is the king at the time, and he taunts them every single day. That's right. This dude comes up and not only taunts Israel. 
but taunts God. Right. Their God. That's right. And they allowed it. That's right. Demoralized. Demoralized. That's what Brandon says in the devotion. How demoralizing is it for somebody, one man, to go out there and straight up punk a whole, a whole army? Because none of them think that they are good enough, strong enough, brave enough, whatever you want to call it, skilled enough to beat this massive individual. Let's, 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 let's talk about one of the funner things about this story. Goliath was massive. He was huge. He was tall. I mean, what, what were we thinking? Nine feet. Nine feet tall. Nine I mean, feet tall. extremely strong. And not only that, there's physical things, but he is, let's not forget, the Philistine army, the whole army, out of all of them, even without the physical attributes, he's looked at to be the best of them. So the dude can fight, too. He's got to be a good warrior if he's the best out of all of this whole Philistine army. So you've got all that stuff stacked up, and he's just taunting a whole nother army. None of you are, well, come on, come get me, come get me, I'm ready, let's do this. Can you imagine how demoralizing that is to, to Israel and the Israelite army when none of them can find their, the, the courage to step forward? And let's let's not forget, he's taunting their God. He's yeah. taunting our God. You know, the whole time he's doing this, it's, it's crazy. It's good, and he's wearing armor. Yeah. Dude's wearing a ton of armor. It, it's somewhere between 80 and 90 pounds worth of armor that he's wearing. Just That's covered. sick. That's sick. That's a lot. That's heavy. It, it It's awesome. So David shows up because he's done this for 40 days. Right. But then David shows up. That's right. Now, but now, David came. But David came. <laughs> and here's the thing. David weren't going to put up with anybody talking about his God. Do you, do you ever feel that way? And if not, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Because do, do you love God enough to say if somebody is talking bad about him where you have to stand up for him. That's right. Has he not been good to you? That's right. And Dave, David rolls up to this battle, and he's like, he's coming to check on his brothers. Right. they are so warriors, okay? Yeah. They are there. And he rolls up, and he hears Goliath talking smack. Yeah. About his God. And my man says... Who is this uncircumcised <laughs> Philistine that he is going to talk about our God like this? And I can just see him. He's looking around, and there's an army. The Israel army is sitting there, and he's, they're being taught. He's like, is, am I the only one here who has a problem with this? Yeah, he's probably, you know, you're thinking about it. He's looking around like, y'all just going to let this happen? What's going on? Could you just imagine, David? Yeah. What are y'all doing? Come on, we better, no, uh-uh. Look, Give me my, give me my sling, give, I, give me my slingshot. That, 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 and that's it. So he he tells Saul, yeah. he tells Saul, listen, I'm going to fight this guy. Yeah. Now a lot is being, and Brandon puts points it out perfect in the book. A lot is being waged on David here. Right. Now everybody was too scared to fight Goliath. If David loses, Israel loses. Yeah. And that that's a big that's a big war. The whole trajectory of Israel. As a nation is changed if David loses. That's right. So Saul goes, all right, here's some armor. Put the armor on, and but it doesn't fit David right at all. And so David ends up just taking it off. He was like, listen, I don't, I don't need this. That's right. God's on my side. I, I don't need this. My man takes a slingshot and five stones. Yeah. And rolls out to do battle with a nine foot beast. Yeah. A giant. That's who, right. Who every day has, has taunted Israel. And you know what? I He goes out there. And the best part is, he goes, not only am I going to kill you, but I'm going to kill you with your own sword. Goliath's got a sword. Yeah. 
You know, and here, here's an interesting part, and you got to kind of read between the lines on this one. But after David nails him in the head and drops him with a rock, right? He falls to the ground. It's, the Bible says that David has to walk up to Goliath, uh -huh. obviously, because he's done and told him what's fitting to happen. And he has to unsheath his sword, yeah. which means Goliath never took his sword out. Right. Which means he didn't see David as a threat. Yeah. But he didn't see God that was with David, who was a very big threat. That's right. Amen. He went up to him and had to unsheath his own sword. I'm going to tell you what. You may be, you may today be going to work. It, it is Wednesday. You may be going to work right now. You may be watching us at 11 o'clock on WHIG. I don't know. But there are going to be people in life that are going to underestimate you. Yeah. And that's okay. It's that okay. You can prove them wrong with, with your actions. And, and that's fine. But don't let them underestimate the God that you serve. That's right. <laughs> oh boy! Because, because I mean, I did, hey. he unsheathed his sword. David was underestimated. Yes, God will not be underestimated. No, he will not. And how did how did we all know? Well, most people know. I think just about everybody. Anybody who's watching this, show, but how did it end up happening? Okay, what, what, what played out? So the the Philistines take off running, and now all of a sudden Israel's bold. Yeah, Israel's bold again now that yeah. the, now that the giant's gone. So they chase after him and they finish the job. That's right. You know, so it's it's it's. It's a wonderful story uh, of good beating evil. Yeah. Um, those stories are always are always good. But hey, remember, David's human. David goes on to be king. Yes. And he makes some bad decisions. He does. He does. So, human. you know, David is definitely easily one of my favorite people in the Bible um, because yeah. of his story. And a lot of times that's what we get. Uh, a lot of times I think people relate to Paul and I because they just it's kind of a new way of looking not just really at Christianity but just of showing faith of showing that hey I love God I'm down with Jesus and he's my rock and this is just how it is um, but people are finding it harder especially with this growing age of social media and the way the world's changing and sometimes it just looks really bleak and you turn on the channel and you think oh there's another person that's being murdered and killed it's bad news everywhere but when you really look at it now is the best time to let your light shine. And I love David because David was somebody that uh, what made him so great and what, what made him, uh, you know, just so remarkable when it comes to characters in the Bible and what he stood for was, and what made him what also came to just be describe him as, quote unquote, a man after God's own heart was, and it's beautifully described in this story by Brandon and the Bible, of course. But, you know, he had faith. He believed and he knew. He knew he was all about the grace and mercy of God. And he had faith in the process. He had faith in his God. He knew that the Lord could absolutely enable him to do anything he wanted to do. Um, and this was living proof of it. This was physical proof that, you know, when, when David slew Goliath, he, he somebody that was so much more powerful than him... I mean, you know, and look at the way he did it. It's not like he went, it's not like he, you know, they clanged swords for a little bit and it was, or it was this long, tiresome battle. And even if it was that, it would have been just as, you know, it would have been just as glorified, you know, among people, you know, years and years later. But think about it. Look at the way he defeated this giant. He, not only that, another testament to how much 
David, and this is just one of many examples, but had faith in God's process and faith in God's grace and faith in how the Lord, his Lord would come through for him. He told the man what he was going to do <laughs> before he did it. He told him. He said, I will not be denied. You will not deny my Lord. I will slay you, and this is how I'm going to do it. With your own sword. And once you're down and you're out, he said, "This I'm gonna. Uh, your, your, your body is just gonna be dismembered, and this is the way it's gonna play yes. out." And he did it. He he spoken into reality. Why? It goes back to what I said. One of the things I loved about David, no matter how many flaws he had, and he had some major flaws. He had many of them, but he had faith in his God. He knew, and that's why he was a man after God's own. I was actually reading about David not too long ago, a few days ago, actually, a couple days maybe, and. You know, David was one of those characters that when he screwed up, he knew it and he had conviction and he repented so, 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 so hard that, you know, it, it was just like, it, not to say that the Lord didn't discipline him because he was disciplined in many ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he just, when you're a Christian, you have that relationship with the Father, you just know his love for you. And even though David was so downtrodden and so hard on himself when he failed time after time again in the Bible, he also had faith in God's grace. He knew how much God loved him and how much God loved his children, that he wasn't going to let it get him down to go on and, and, and accomplish great and beautiful things in the name of Jesus Christ. So he's going to go out there and he's going to do all these things for, for his Lord. And he's just you know, not going to let some nine-foot-tall dude who keeps cursing our God talk about him the way he does. And it's just not going to stand for it. And that's the that's the mentality that Paul and I would encourage you guys to have. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be failures. There's going to be mistakes made. There's going to be overwhelming odds sometimes. But don't you dare think that you can't persevere and accomplish what God has set on this earth for you to accomplish. It can be done. David is just one of many examples, guys. Beautiful. Yeah. Move some furniture around in here. Paul yeah. and Corey are back. I'm going to tell you, man, that's a solid one. You're on a, there's sometimes <laughs> that I just stare at Corey like, I, you can't see it because you're over here. But I see him. I'm just kind of looking at the side of his face, and he kind of looks like I don't know, getting like, red over I don't, here. It's, 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 it's good though. I, I love seeing that. I love seeing. Listen, be bold mm -hmm. for Jesus. Be bold for your God. He will come through for you. Yes. I, and you know what? Going back to what we talked about at the very, very, very beginning, if if there is something in your life, a dream that you have. And, and you're like, well, maybe sometime. And the, the guy I was talking to was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just surviving. Yeah. Don't, you're not, you are not created. No. Listen, creation in Genesis, whole different story. We're going to get to that. And it's awesome. In a few weeks, uh, God speaks everything into existence. Yes. God spoke. He saw it was good. 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 There is only one thing in creation that God didn't speak into existence. Yeah. One thing he reaches down and physically touches and creates Tell and me. molds him. Hey. You <laughs> have been specifically made by God. Do you know how important that is? So if you're walking around, you're like, man, I don't, I hate, I hate my job. I like, I don't like my job at all. I, I don't like doing whatever this is. You've been created for so much more. Absolutely. If you have a dream, if you have a calling, if God has put something in your heart to go do something, and maybe it seems big and maybe you have been told that will never work out, you pursue that calling. David could have showed up that day and said, you know what, I ain't feeling it. This dude, yeah. I, I'm not selected to be a warrior yeah. at all. Look, I were, nobody thought of me as a warrior. How in the world? But you know what? He had faith in his God. Amen. 
do you have faith in your God? That's where right. do you have faith in God? Trust him. Yes. And don't waste your life just just spinning wheels just because everybody around you is spinning wheels. We are called to be set apart, to be different, to be bold. Yeah. Do it. Get to it. Put your feet on the ground and get to work. And like I, you know, I know that our, our message is is positive all the time, yes. no matter what story we're studying in the Bible, whatever, no matter what devotion we're covering. Sometimes we we say some of the same things, but it's all relevant in nature. Of course, you know, you're gonna have naysayers. You're gonna have people. Paul was talking earlier about, you know, there there are gonna be people that are gonna try to bring you down. Yes. Much like you know, we kind of touched on here in this story with David and Goliath. You know, you had Goliath who was taunting the entire Israelite army. You know, you guys are nothing. You guys, you can't. David was bold. He wasn't going to stand for that. And I can tell you guys this. If there's ever a problem that you're facing and, you know, we've talked about it before in our earlier devotions and podcasts, you can't sit there and hit a wall. Because think about it. Let's say, you know, I'm 20. I'll be 29 in, in a little over a month. Now think about this. If I was to have some monumental screw up between now and then, and then I'd be 29, and I'd be like, oh, well, my life's over. I can't accomplish anything. What, what in the <laughs> world? Like, what did what sense does that make? You know, think about your situation for one thing, and then think about it, and then think, okay, why did this happen? What is it that God is trying to tell me? And are my ways not in line with his path? You know, how do I, I know I'm here for a purpose. What purpose does this serve? And then do the, ask sort of the same questions when something marvelous happens for you. Think about how can I give glory to God right now? How did he allow me to do this? Why did he allow me to do this? Is this something that I'm being called to do? You know, this was a really cool thing. Give him the glory and then walk forward and just praise him no matter what happens. Praise him when you're down. Praise him when you're up. And don't you ever doubt him because that is why David was able to slay this nine-foot-tall giant who was seemingly undefeatable. And he did it. He did it so easily, guys. I'm telling you guys, you can have, you can slay many Goliaths in your lifetime if you would just put God first and keep him there and just remember him at all times. Can you imagine what was going through David's, uh, like what he was thinking as he's walking I'm t- up? You know, I'm going to tell you something, and I know we're, we're nearing our end because I know we want to have yep. a little short episode, but uh, you know something? I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking about what our mission is at Beyond Limits, and I'm thinking about how we look to do things through podcasts, through videos, uh, special guests, you know, getting in touch with great authors like Brandon. And it's all the same thing. It's all because we want people to realize the light that's in them. And you know something? David had such great faith in his God. You know, I don't really know. I mean, but I would, I would, if it was my, if it was my opinion, I would say there wasn't an ounce of fear in David whatsoever. He was probably bubbling up thinking about I'm about to slay this guy and I'm a, it's going to I'm telling you it's going to feel so good because I'm doing it for my God and I know for a fact what my God can do. Yes. And you know how exciting that is if you play sports or you do anything or if you have that mentality and believe me I know cuz back when I played sports I had a huge problem with being nervous. I had a bad problem with anxiety and one of the things I wish and that's why I try to implement it now whether I'm getting ready for a big presentation at work or uh, or if I'm competing on, on something that's just kind of, you know, for fun. I like, instead of those times where I used to be anxious within myself, I like to say, dude, I'm about to rock this. And it's not cockiness. You just got to believe in yourself. And you got to believe in yourself because first and foremost, you believe in the God you serve. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'm telling you. It's that's really, perfect. it'll pump you up. You know, oh, shut up, shut up. Give me that. You know how to end this? I, this is, hey, listen, this is how we're going to send you on away because the show's about to come to an end. Listen to it. 
This is awesome. All those gathered here, David talking, will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. Man. Go out today. You serve that God. Amen. Remember, the battle is the Lord's. The battle's the Lord's. And because of that, you can accomplish anything the Lord wants you to accomplish. We love you guys. We do. WHIG TV, Spotify, iTunes, and all the rest. Facebook Live. We love you. Comment. We are back in we town. Are back. If we... you ever doubted it, just go sit in the corner and cry for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> cry for five seconds. Say, shame on me. I should have doubted Paul and Corey. And I'm so happy they're back. There'll be more to come, guys. We love you. Oh,